Hey friends, welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. I've been on my podcast break for only a week or two, but I have to admit I miss it. So I'm bringing you the first podcast bonus episode of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. What is a bonus episode? Well, it's an episode that I won't share on my blog or on social media. Only those of you who subscribe to the podcast will get notified about these new episodes. You won't hear my theme song, and most likely this episode won't be edited, so you'll probably find some bloopers, oopses, and all the things that come with me speaking into the microphone. Normally, Katie, a voice by Katie, rescues me each week by editing each episode, so a special shout out to Katie for sparing you all of my podcast bloopers normally. We'll see how this goes. I'm really looking forward to today's topic because this is going to feel like a conversation with a retail consultant or coach. If I had hired someone when I first started my retail business, these are all the things I wish she would have told me. People often ask if, if, I'm, a cons- if I'm a coach or a consultant, and I'm both. This is what I've learned. I always wondered the same thing. But I like to ask you a lot of questions so that you can find the answers within you, but I also provide specific answers and solutions. So me asking you questions so that you can figure out what direction you should go in or what you should do or what you're feeling about the situation, that's more of a coaching role. And the consultant role is someone who specifically gives you answers, gives you a path, gives you a framework, and gives you, um, I guess, homework and work to do, something to take action on. And I'm definitely that. So let's get started on today's episode because these are the tips and pieces of advice that I want to give you as a coach and a consultant going into 2020. The first one is don't avoid your financial numbers. Start to educate yourself or hire someone who can help you. I talk a lot about this in episodes one and two, so if you haven't listened to them, I really recommend one, but listen to both. Um, I continue to see women avoiding their numbers because their bookkeeping might be a mess, or they don't know the right questions to ask, or they don't know who to turn to. Please fix this in 2020. Get a referral, get caught up, do what you need to do to resolve this issue in the new year. Finances and overbuying tend to be the biggest mistakes shopkeepers make and the number one reason why retail businesses fail is overbuying generally at least from the research and everything that I've read number two is be the CEO yep you're the owner of your business and I want you to treat it that way and I want you to own that title there are some mixed feelings actually I shouldn't say mixed feelings the majority of the women in savvy shopkeepers felt strongly about having a CEO title. And that's, I'm not saying it has to be official. It's its just a, a title that you give yourself, I guess, so that you are constantly working on the business, not just in the business. And what that means is if, let's say you're a maker with an online shop, I could see a lot of makers spending most of their time or the majority of their time actually making products and designing products. And some of you might avoid the other business parts because you're afraid of it or you've never been educated about. No one's ever taught you how to do it. So it's easier just to make the products and sell the products and put them in your Etsy shop. 
and come up with new products. But what I really want you to do is to focus on being the CEO of your business. How are you going to grow it? How are you going to be profitable or more profitable? How are you going to scale the business? Can you scale the business? Is the business going to, is it, does it have potential to sell the business down the road? These are all of the things that a CEO would work on. And that's what I want you to work on in 2020. If you're too busy working in the business, you're not doing all of those things to grow your business. And most likely some of you are avoiding this and I want you to stop avoiding it. Um, and if you're not avoiding it, but you know you want or need to do more, that's what I want you to focus on in 2020, or at least one of the things I want you to focus on in 2020. Okay, on to number three. You can't do it all, nor should you. If you want to see continued growth and profit, you need to start delegating, hiring subcontractors, or hiring employees. It could be one of any of those. It could even be bringing in, you know, a family member. If you have a teenage daughter who can come into your studio in the home and help you. If it's, um, a, let's say it's another teenage daughter who can come into the store to help you. If it's a cousin. And of course, we could all argue about not hiring family. But it's a good place to start. And of course, you want to set boundaries around that. But I just want you to start getting help. That's essentially what I'm saying. You can't do it all. And if you want your business to grow you're going to need help. That's the point of number three. This also means setting boundaries. Um, if you listen to episode number 10, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't listened to episode 10, I'm going to highly recommend it, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed. I really want you to listen to that episode. It will lessen the overwhelm. I had a master shopkeeper member contact me, and of course I won't mention any names, but I love that she sent me a message via Facebook Messenger, and she said that she listened to that episode and she cried. She cried because she knew it's what she needed. She knows it's what she needs to work on in 2020, and she knows it's going to help her business. Those weren't her exact words, but that was the gist of it, is that it just really resonated with her, and I'm really, really hopeful that it's going to help her. Okay, number four is invest in education. You can either attend a retreat or a conference. You can attend educational workshops. You can sign up for an online course or membership. You don't have to attend an event that will cost you $2,000. I am by no means saying that you have to fly across the U.S. to attend an expensive conference. But what I am saying is, Find some local workshops, find some local um, events in your area that might even be free. I've attended, this past year I attended a search engine optimization workshop and I think the ticket price was $10. It was held by a local organization. The instructor provided so much value. I think it was an hour or two hours. He provided so much value in that workshop. It was well worth more than the $10 ticket price. So again, I'm not saying that you have to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars. Work within your budget, but get out and start learning or invest in a membership group. Invest in a mastermind. Invest in a coach. Invest in something. Just find some type of event that will help you grow as a business owner. There hasn't been one conference, workshop, or business-related event where I felt like I didn't learn something. In fact, I always find myself taking a ton of notes. 
Plus, not only am I learning, but I'm connecting and meeting new friends. And most importantly, I tend to get really, really inspired and motivated when I attend events like this. So if you're in a slump, find an educational event. Number five is network and market your business. I want you to get out of your store and from behind that laptop and go meet people. I want you to establish connections, collaborate, market yourself, and your business outside of social media. I want you to stop thinking that you built it and now they'll come. I know that sounds so harsh, but I often find that people feel like, oh, I opened my store. Oh, I launched my website. Now I'm just going to get a bunch of sales. Now I'm going to get people in my door. But really, the work is just beginning. And what do I mean by this? Again, this is a little bit of tough love, but many shopkeepers find that they spend countless hours on their brick and mortar build out and grand opening, or once a maker spends countless hours or a couple grand on getting a website built or opening their Etsy shop or Shopify store, they think the traffic will just flow in. And I don't want you to fool yourself. If you're just starting now and haven't launched or opened anything, I want you to understand that the work will just begin once you open. And I know that sound may sound harsh, but it's the truth. I mean, we opened and I remember we were exhausted. And then I realized if we're going to maintain and sustain a good profitable business, we need to get people into the store. We need to get people into, you know, going to our website and buying online and registering for workshops. So I want you to realize that you now is the time that you need to network and market. Yes, it's a ton of work. So just listen to this tip if you don't listen to anything else. Marketing is extremely important and social media isn't the only place to do that. You have to get out in front of people. Um, if you want to listen to up other episodes that are about marketing, episodes 7, 9, and 11 are all marketing related. And I'll most likely create some episodes next year on the topic of networking and getting out. If you, if you need tips on how to do this, if you're kind of stuck in this Facebook and Instagram rut, I will record a couple episodes next year on this topic. Number six is start that email list or grow it. Don't put all your eggs in the social media basket. Um, I want you to stop overthinking this email list thing. It's a simple piece of paper and pen at your countertop. It does not have to be fancy. It doesn't, I mean, yes, if you can do a pop-up on your website, if you can provide value to your customer or tell them if they sign up for your email list, they'll get $10 off their next purchase or free shipping or whatever it is, by all means do that, but don't overcomplicate it. Print out a sheet, put it on your countertop, put it on a clipboard, have it your, at your market event, and build that email list. Those names and those email addresses, no one can ever take away from you. So I really want you to focus on that. And then once you start to build your list, or immediately, really, I want you to start sending emails, and I want you to be consistent about them. I'm not saying it has to be every week. That can feel overwhelming. But let's say once a month. Let's say every Monday you're going to commit to sending an email out to your group. And in that email, if possible, provide some value, promote your events, promote any promotions, you know, talk about what it is that you're doing in the store, but be consistent. I want your customers to realize and, and understand that every Monday or every Wednesday morning, they're going to get an email from you or, you know, every first of the month, they'll get that email from you. It's exactly what I do with Savvy Shopkeepers. And I remember 
um, someone that follows or receives the email, she sent me a message and she said, I am grateful that you're consistent. I'm grateful and I appreciate that I know every Monday morning your your email is going to be in my inbox. She actually gave me credit for it and said, like, I understand that takes a lot of discipline and work and I appreciate the work you put into it. And I think your customers will too. So make sure that you're doing that. I also want to mention that the most downloaded episode so far from season one was episode number three. So because I'm talking about social media, and and by no means am I saying that you shouldn't focus on social media, but because I'm mentioning social media so much, I thought I'd mention that episode three, the Instagram blueprint for shopkeepers, that's the most downloaded episode so far. So I feel like people are really interested in that topic. Um, If you're interested in learning more about social media, you should listen to that episode, but do not neglect your email list. Okay, so number seven is invest in yourself. This is an extension of number four, which was invest in education. And yes, education is important, but investing in yourself as a person and a business owner is a deeper investment. We all know mindset as a retail business owner can be a struggle. I completely get it. Retail is a roller coaster ride, right? I mean, it's like up and you're feeling great and you feel like all your customers love you and then you come crashing down and no one comes into your store or you haven't had an online sale in a week. I mean, that can really affect your mindset. That's just one of the mindset issues we deal with as being retail business owners. But having someone to speak to, bounce ideas off of, get some guidance from, get some support when you're feeling that way, get some inspiration, some motivation, get ideas from, like that is priceless. So whether that's a biz bestie that you find and you meet with once a week or once a month, or whether you hire a coach or whether you become part of a membership group, do something that will in, that means you are investing in yourself as a business owner too. Um, we need guidance often, and I get that. Uh, we need accountability, and I get that too. And I want you to find harmony in business and life. It will make you a better shopkeeper. Number eight, which is last but not least, is pay yourself. And if you listen to episode number one, you know I feel strongly about this. If you're not paying yourself, then this is a hobby and an exhausting one at that because running a shop takes so much time and effort and we're so passionate about it that it can be draining. And if you're working that hard at something, you should be paying yourself. So again, listen to episode number one if you want to hear more about this. And I'm not saying that you have to pay yourself $50,000 a year or that you need to replace the income from the career that you left in order to pursue this passion. That's not what I'm saying at all. If you listen to episode one, I say just start small. Pay yourself 3% of your sales that month. Grow from there. It's actually really I guess motivational when you see that you've consistently for like three months paid yourself three to five percent and then you start to think well how can I pay myself seven percent how can I pay myself ten percent there is motivation in the numbers which is which was number one don't avoid your numbers so make sure you're doing that make sure you pay yourself make sure you're compensating yourself you all work way too hard not to okay I'm going to stop that. (laughs) So to summarize, number one is don't avoid your financial numbers. Number two, be the CEO of your business. Number three, 
delegate higher and or set boundaries. Definitely set boundaries, but then choose whether you're going to delegate or hire. Number four, invest in education. Number five, network and market your business outside of social media. Number six, start that email list and or grow it. If you haven't started it, get on that. And if you have it and haven't done anything with it, don't be afraid. Start to send emails. Number seven, invest in yourself. Number eight, pay yourself. So if this resonates with you, I really want you to consider up-leveling in 2020. If you're feeling lonely on this retail business journey, if you need more guidance, you want more, more help, you know you need more support, if you want to learn more, if you're tired of Googling, which was my biggest pet peeve when I started, if you want to lessen the overwhelm, I have some options for you through the Shopkeepers Academy. If you visit shopkeepersacademy.com, you'll see everything that Savvy Shopkeeper offers, that I offer. You'll find these opportunities, and I thought I'd mention three of them today. So number one, join Blooming Shopkeepers. Blooming Shopkeepers is a new group that I created I plan on spending a lot more time in there in 2020. And this is like the DIY version. Like you want to join a more involved group. You want a little more connection. You want to be around like-minded shopkeepers with women who really want to invest and grow and become better business owners. Um, This is what Blooming Shopkeepers is, and it's for any kind of shopkeeper. I want to add and stress that. So it doesn't matter whether you're a brick-and-mortar business owner, whether you're an online shop owner, whether you're a maker, whether you're a booth owner. It's for anyone. And the reason I mention this is it's a one-year subscription. You get access to the group, and you get access to a learning lab. Um, I have lessons in it. I have video lessons. And in 2020, I'll be adding much more. And you get this for essentially $15 a month. Again, it's a one-year subscription, but if you break it down, it's $15 a month. I bet some of you pay that just to Starbucks or your local coffee shop in a week, or you spend $15 on one single lunch. So I highly recommend it. It's well worth $15 a month. Um, And if you can join, join today. The next group is Master Shopkeepers. Now this one, it is another group. It's quite different. It's way more involved. It's not so DIY. This is me in the group constantly. I'm either hosting a group chat. I'm hosting a group call that's about a specific topic. I'm bringing one expert in per month to teach a class or I'm teaching a class every month. And this is territory protected. And this is important to brick and mortar business owners, I've learned. So there won't be another brick and mortar business owner within 20 miles of you in this particular group. And I honor that. I respect that. That's what people have asked for. So again, Blooming Shopkeepers is for any kind of shopkeeper. It's a one-year subscription. Master Shopkeepers is just for brick and mortar store owners. It's way more involved. We are way more active in terms of uh, video calls. We do at least three per month. And I probably plan on doing some type of coaching group calls in there too in 2020. 
I only open up Master Shopkeepers three times a year, and I'll be opening it up at the end of January, so I thought I'd mention that. So if you go to shopkeepersacademy.com, you'll see that it's closed, but you can sign up for the wait list there. And then the last one is one-on-one coaching and consulting. Um, I've personally learned that I really, really enjoy doing this type of work. I don't talk about it often. I appreciate everyone that's hired me in 2020. I love helping you and I love helping your businesses. But this is where we really dive in and get super specific with your business. I answer questions. I give you an action plan. I give you guidance. We talk about all of the things that might be bothering you in your business or that you need help with. So that's also an option too. I also want to add that all of the pricing in the Shopkeepers Academy and all of the products will be going up in 2020. Um, particularly my one-on-one rate is going up pretty, I pretty much double what my current rate is now. So if any of these interest you, I highly recommend that you sign up for them today or before the end of the year, January 1st, 2020, all of the pricing is going to go up. So I wanted to make sure that I offered this to the people that get the bonus episode. I appreciate you subscribing. If you have any questions at all, I really want you to reach out to me. I'm happy to hop on a call with you to talk about it to figure out which one might be best for you. You can DM me on Instagram at Savvy Shopkeeper. You can contact me using the contact form on my website. If you know my email address, you can send me an email. There are so many ways to reach out to me. A lot of people message me directly on Facebook, and I'm fine with that too. I will answer any question that you have. The value and information provided in all of the Savvy Shopkeeper offerings are designed for you, and I want you to know that. They're for women running retail businesses. There are three compliments I hear often about the work I do in Savvy Shopkeeper, that I provide value, which I'm totally flattered about. I don't do fluff. I hear that a lot, and I, and I love that. It makes me chuckle, but I, I hear like those exact words, I don't do fluff, and I'm genuine. I want each and every one of you to be successful and find harmony while you're doing it. That's extremely important. If you have something to say about this episode or feedback, DM me on Instagram, like I said, at Savvy Shopkeeper. If you want to check out the offerings um, in the Academy, it's Savvy, it's, excuse me, it's shopkeepersacademy.com. Shopkeepers with an S at the end, academy.com. And I feel like I didn't flub too much. I am shocked. (laughs) I went through this whole episode and I don't feel like panic that I have to go back and erase anything. It's not perfect, but I'm not perfect. I never say I'm perfect. And if you hear any flubs or you hear me say the wrong word, which my sister says I do often in the store, you'll know why. Um, I wasn't trying to rush through this, but I know your time is valuable and I try to keep these at 20 minutes. I don't even know if if I've gone over, but I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing because if you're listening to this, most most likely you subscribe. But season two will start in a couple of weeks and I'm really looking forward to it. Doris is the sponsor again. So until then, be savvy and boss up and happy new year.